Good morning. It is another episode of Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina. I am your host, Dr. Sabrina Jackson, the people expert. You know, I help people with people, even if that person is themselves, because I say it all the time. We think it's somebody else with the problem, but it's really us standing in the need of some help. And so we're here every week speaking life to you because, you know, the Bible tells us is that life and death are in the power of your own tongue. So what would you say? if everything you say it happens. And so I am so fortunate, so blessed to sit in this seat and, and bring incredible guests to speak life to you about their life and their experiences. So today I have a very, 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 very amazing gentleman with me today. Uh, you all see him every single day, Monday through Friday, over at Fox 2. You know, that's my place. That's the, the, my people. And so uh, I call him my work husband. That's my work husband. And so can you all give it up for none other than the man, the legend, Ryan Armani? <laughs> I'm so happy to be here, Dr. Sabrina. That is the greatest introduction in the history of intros. Oh, my goodness. I'm I, telling you. I am a good intro person, I my think. My goodness. I'm, I think I'm pretty good at it. I feel so special. You are special. We and I don't mean special like on a short bus special. I mean special like you're amazing. You are talented. You are gifted. You are a people's person. I see you and how you interact with people. It is absolutely stunning. And then the energy that you bring to what you do is par excellence. I, I just love it. Well, I absolutely uh, am honored that you are speaking like that about me. I will say... You and I have a good thing going. We do. I mean, there there are some people that you just click with automatically, and I think we have had that chemistry since day one. So when we share the screen together, I mean, it is truly uh, a succinct, um, just cohesive unit, I feel like we are out there yeah, on I the think screen. We are. I think people really yeah. like it. People um, have said to me, you know, uh, Ryan really, really likes you. He really does. I says, well, I really kind of like him, too. So but this mean, is good. Think about this for a minute, though. Um, you are one of the most positive people. Oh. You shine light. Oh. Why wouldn't anybody want to be around that? Why wouldn't anybody feel good? You know uh, why? You know? I know why. Why? I know why. Because sometimes the light that you exude exposes other people's darkness. And because they don't want their darkness exposed, you don't make them feel good. You make them feel uneasy because they know that that darkness is being illuminated. So I understand that. And so, yeah, that's that's a thing. I could understand that. But one of the things I think, just speaking about myself, I, I am okay being vulnerable. Mm. And so if, you know, you are on the show and we're talking about a difficult subject, I feel if I allow myself to be vulnerable a little bit, if that can help one person just kind of break, because we men uh -oh. are just, uh, uh, what's, what's the, the word? What's the word? <laughs> 
we don't, we we, don't want to say it because it's we, not going to be mean, nice. Whatever it is, it's not nice. We, we men are not as vulnerable as we should be. And then when like. we are, th I think that oftentimes when emotions are at stake, mm -hmm. the emotion goes over to aggression mm -hmm. and anger rather than the sensitive side. And most of us, I don't think, know how to control our emotions. I think so. I think that's it, true. You know, uh, whether it be, you know, an uncomfortable conversation about uh, depression, finances, relationships, Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. insert any uh, thing that's blank. a Just yeah, a blank. Right. Just uh, fill that blank with whatever it is. And then people have men. And some women, too, because sure. I, I really believe that it's not just a male-female thing, that it is just a personality type no thing. And so your personality is such that you have allowed your vulnerability to show. So I really appreciate that. But we're that. always learning, right? Aren't we always trying to be better versions of ourselves? We I mean, should. If you are stuck in your thinking, in your behaviors, if you are just a stuck person— you're just falling behind. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You know, yeah. so, so I just always, I just always believe you bring the best out of people because you're always trying to help them, uh, whether it be somebody individually or in, in a larger scope. You're always trying to help them be a better version of themselves. So I do. One of the great ver one of, one of the great parts of, of of the job that I have is to meet people such as yourself because I feel like I, you know, uh, when you meet good people who try to do good things. It, it can't help but rub off on you. Okay, so I want to take you back to the beginning. Where are you from? Where where did where did you start? Where my life? Yeah, your Saint, life. Saint John Hospital in Detroit. Saint John <laughs> Hospital in Detroit. Okay, so you were um, born on the East Side. Yeah. So that, but you raised yeah, on the East yeah. Side. I was raised in East Detroit, one six five two four Juliana. What? He got the address. Uh, still remember okay. my uh, telephone number. Yeah, I, I um That's so funny. I remember my telephone yeah. number from when I was a kid. Two three four one seven one seven seven. It was seven seven three two six six seven. That is so crazy. Yeah. Now I can't tell you anybody's number. Yeah, right. No. I don't doubt. know anybody's number now. So I grew up in East Detroit, now East Point. Um went to St. Veronica, uh grade school, Catholic school, from kindergarten through eighth grade. Um, my parents are divorced. My mom remarried when I was 12. We moved to Gross Point when I was 12, so I went to high school in Gross Point. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I've been pretty much there ever since. I went to uh, the University of Michigan. Oh, um, go blue. Go blue. Go blue. So St. Veronica, Gross Point South, University of Michigan, and uh, bounced around for a couple of years before I got the job at Fox 2. So uh, what did you major in? Economics. Oh, so you know about money. I never took one broadcasting class in my life. You know what? I You are my hero mm -hmm. because neither have I. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because, in, and I think this, you know, growing up, you just, hey, uh, <laughs> I don't want anybody to get mad at me here. But growing up, you think you have to fit in this box. box. Yes. Uh, you have to fit in this box. When I was 16 years old, I realized I wasn't going to be a professional athlete. I was a pretty good athlete, but, you know, it was. It took me until I was 16 to realize that this, is not, not, this, is, not, this is not my this path. This is not for money. <laughs> This is not but, my path. But I, I always loved television, and I always loved sports. Um, so I kind of had a dream of being a sportscaster. Okay. But, you know, again, 
What guy doesn't want to be a sportscaster? It's a hard job. You can't get into that. You got to be realistic about your future. I love that you uh, are saying things that people say to you mm -hmm. because we can't get stuck in what other people mm -hmm. say to us. We have to really tap into those things that are stirring around in our spirit that's mm -hmm. saying, yes, you should do that. Yes, you're good. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And so often people around you, they don't see your vision because they're not inside of you. They don't know. And honestly, uh, you know, people get so confused about what they want, what other people want. They don't know what's their vision and what's somebody else's vision. Exactly. So, um, so I, I went to the University of Michigan and they didn't have a journalism class or a broadcasting class or anything like that. I mean, I guess you could uh, major in, in English or you can major in, in um, maybe communication. Communications. communications. Thank you very okay. much. Mm -hmm. um, you could do something like that. But I had to be realistic about my future. Right. Okay, because that's what your parents say. Right, that's what exactly. the teacher. That's what the counselor said As, when you were exactly. signing up for, to register exactly. and all that kind of stuff. My, my counselor in high school, I'll never forget this. She, I got into the University of Michigan, and uh, she was like, y you, "You'll, you should go to a smaller college." Wow! Yeah, you should go to I a smaller had that college. Kind of situation and, too. and it was uh, there was. It's almost like you have these dreams, and somebody just wants Cut, to beat, it, beat it out, out of, of you. you. They're dream snatchers. Like, like, like what, what? What high school counselor would tell you not to go to the University of Michigan? And you, you know? got in. Right, and I got in. Um, so I did not take her advice. <laughs> Thank God. I, I went to the University of Michigan. And I, again, I, I majored in economics because it was the business kind of equivalent degree that you could get without actually getting in the business school because it was just too hard to get in the business school, at least for me. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I was um, I was a, a major in econ, and I had an internship one summer uh, after my sophomore year at Morgan Stanley, Dean Witter. It was Morgan Stanley, Dean Witter at the time, now just Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley. But I woke up every morning and said a swear word. Oh, yeah. It starts with you, uh, F. It, yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. it. I didn't like F. it. I don't like it. And I, I think that, it, you know, internships really yeah. are designed to help you, you know, understand that industry mm -hmm. and get you ready for getting. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's really the thing that says, uh, 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 this is not my industry. Yep. It's no not doubt. my this is not my space. I, I said, if I wake up every morning at 20 years old saying this now, what is the rest of my life going to look like? You know, I mean, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I love I it. I cannot do this for the rest of my life. So, you know, the thoughts were there. What could I do? What what path could I go down? And it was the Naked Mile at Michigan. They don't run the Naked Mile anymore, but a longstanding tradition in Ann Arbor that the last day of classes, the students run naked through the streets. Now, yes, I, was I remember not, that. Did I you was, run naked? I was not running, but my friends were. They were naked completely. My, completely naked, running through the streets. And uh, there was a Fox 2 reporter covering the, it was a news event, mm -hmm. covering the event at the time. Her name was Fanchon Stinger. I remember Fanchon. And I had a couple of pops in me. Look, look, that was the last day of class. I think I started drinking at like 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so this is about 7 o'clock at night. And all my buddies knew that I was just totally a sports freak, want, wanted to get into the business. They said, go, hey, go ask her for an internship. Go, 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 go. So uh, feeling no pain, I walk up, I put my arm around Fanch and Stinger, and I say, I want to be a sports guy. Do you have any internships? 
And she said, you know, somebody help me out. Give me your name and number, and we'll see what we can do. That's so cool. A couple days later, I had an internship at Fox 2 in the sports department under Dan Miller. I love it. And see, I love the fact that sometimes it takes that courage mm-hmm. to just step out. Yeah. Because you don't know. You really don't know. Unless you ask. Unless and, you ask. And I figured, the well, I didn't. I don't know what I figured at the, to, at the time. Like, it was just like a nothing thing. But the worst thing she could tell me. Was no. Was no. And if you could handle that, those no. simple two, two letters, it's amazing how much your life might be benefited by asking for a little for, hand up. For a little hand, hand up, up. For a little help. We all need help. You know? We all need help. Everybody needs help. Everybody needs uh, someone to speak into their life, to um, tell them that they can, to uplift them, encourage them, and then sometimes just help them. Mm -hmm. I tell the story all the time about how I even got on Fox. Do you know? I don't. You don't know the story of how I got on Fox? No, I just thought it was because you were awesome. Well, I was speaking (laughs) at a breakfast for attorneys in 2014. Wow. And Charlie Langton was in the audience. And after I finished speaking, he came up to me and says, oh, my God, you are amazing. I'm going to get you. I let it rip. And I really did not believe him. I said, people get enamored when they hear me speak and they say stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. So I really didn't think anything about it. But two weeks later, the producer called me and I've been doing stuff on Fox ever since. It's incredible. You know, sometimes you just need people to believe in you, too. You know, it's not so much, you know, a, a hand up or anything like that. That it's just you sometimes you just need somebody to say, I understand. So with that, you're married. I am married. How long have you been married? Uh, eight years and two months. <laughs> <laughs> and you have children? I do. I have a seven-year-old daughter and a five-year-old boy. Oh, two years apart. Mm-hmm. Are you done? You think I'm you're done. done. You're done? I'm done, absolutely. You sure? Well, I uh, got a 99.9% chance, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I keep saying that. As long as you're doing the things that could possibly make a baby, well, then I don't know. I went to the doctor, uh, Dr. Sabrina, after my little guy was born. Okay. And uh, You snip, snip? Snip, snip. Did you snip, I snip? I did it, yep. Okay, so with men, can men snip, snip be reversed? It can be. But you have to go to the doctor you to get go, it. Yes. Okay, so it's not like when women get their tubes tied and they can come along, right. come loose. You know, I, you know, I'm a, I don't want to say it like this, but I'm a pretty selfish guy. Like I, I don't, I, I you don't, don't want to share. I, well, uh, well, <laughs> I'm saying, I uh, these kids are expensive, man. <laughs> I want to little save a little something for me. <laughs> I want to save a little something for me when I'm, you know, 60, 70 years old. I don't want them to take everything. I agree with you. So, okay, I, got, I have another question because one of the things that you say all the time is that you're a major advocate for what I do, and that's mental health. I am. Why? Because I've dealt with problems, uh, I've dealt with addiction problems in the past. I've dealt with uh, depression and anxiety, all of it. You know, whether you think you're good enough for something or not. I mean, I I, I still ask about you know my performance on television, or or you know sometimes I I've got major guilt a, a lot of times too for being as successful as I am and having the career that I do. 
Um, because, you know, where I came from, you know, there's a lot of successful people, but there's also a lot of people that aren't as successful. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just one of those things. I feel very grateful to be in the spot that I am and, and a little guilty too, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah. It's almost like a, uh, it's almost like a, I don't, I call it success guilt. It is. Um, it's, it's, I guess I, it's almost a little similar to uh, survivor's guilt. Mm -hmm. I feel mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so, so I do deal with that sometimes because I have this, look, I have this great life and I have, you know, I, 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 um, I've got two great jobs. I've got a great wife. I've got great kids. I've got a nice house, I've got a nice cars. Why me? You know what I mean? Like, am I, why, why me? Why am I so lucky? Well, I think that one of the things, and this is good, I think that one of the things, because you're grateful, mm -hmm. that's a good thing. But I think that also is that you have to understand that the confidence that you walk in mm -hmm. is your truth. You you have confidence in the gifts that are within you. Mm -hmm. And so instead of saying, why me? Say, I'm thankful that it's me yeah. and continue to do it. Because the thing that is so encouraging is that there is somebody watching you saying to themselves, because he can do it, mm -hmm. I can do it. Yeah. And so instead of you beating up on yourself about how great life is, mm -hmm. be thankful for it and know that you are a light for other people in this space. Yeah, I, I certainly appreciate that, Dr. Sabrina. And I, I um, it's not that I, I try to beat up on myself. It's just that, like, sometimes I just want to be like, is this real? <laughs> you know pinch what I mean? Yourself. Like, pinch myself. Is, is this real? Like, why am, uh, uh, because I always, I was always taught, you, you know, um, I, try to talk to my kids, you know, where I get off at the exit, there's always um, somebody, uh, when you get off the freeway, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. asking, yeah, asking for, for money, money mm -hmm. and things like mm -hmm. that. And one of, the, one of the things that I, I'm no better than that guy. I'm just not. You're three consecutive bad decisions away from, absolutely. from that. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you, you, you are three consecutive bad decisions and no support away from being that person. And um, I, I don't, give money but i do roll my window down and say hi and have a conversation um and and the guy appreciates it you know yes. so many times you just i've given people, i give food yeah i've given food i always have leftover uh, food yeah. always i used to give cigarettes too when i smoked <laughs> no man, like look. That is horrible. <laughs> Give it a cigarette. I did, man. I'm just gotta contribute to now, your addiction. I, I, haven't, I haven't smoked in four years, but I used to Thank give God. cigarettes too. Thank God. Yeah. Okay, so I want to play a game. Sure, I like games. You like games? Yes. So it's a um, would you rather? Oh. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather eat your favorite food or eat your favorite dessert? Food for sure. Really? I'm not a dessert guy. Oh my god! Not I am a dessert such guy. a dessert. We, we, I'd, I'd rather have an extra an extra entree. Oh my god! No, I don't. I, I'm the type of person that <laughs> would eat tell? my dessert first. <laughs> really? Oh my god! Yes, I love sweets. Would you rather? Oh, this is a good one. Ooh. Would you rather attend a Lions game? No. Or B. attend B. the. <laughs> Get the other one out. <laughs> Whatever the other answer is, I want to do it. B. 
Attend the Tigers game. Tigers game. Wow. And you are such a Lions fan. I know. No, I, I'm just so mad at the Lions. Look, oh, no. I, I, it's the Lions, but I just, they, they make me so mad. I know. I know. Okay, I got another okay. one. Would you rather meet Sylvester Stallone or Michael Jordan? Wow. I've met both. Wow. Yes, I've met both. And it's interesting because they are Michael Jordan is the greatest athlete ever to play professional sports in my eye. Okay. So there is a certain awe, awe that goes okay. along with him. I think it's a different perspective with Sly because I'm such a Rocky fan and yes, I you are. I don't have as much access to Sylvester Stallone or an actor realm like I would to a, a sports, sports figure. Rant, so right. I would say Sly for sure. Oh. But but I have met both of them. Okay, and then I think I'm gonna make one up on my own. Okay, make one up on my Uh-oh. own. Uh oh, look out! Would you rather attend a ACDC concert or New Edition? I have to go New Edition, right? <laughs> because that's that's like I my like... child. That's like uh, that's like my childhood. Every... I'm not really a every little step I take. take. Mm. You will be there every little step I take. When I say I am the biggest Bobby Brown fan on the planet, if New Edition comes and Bobby Brown isn't there, then I don't want to see but them. But I, I like New Edition's music better than I like. like I'm, not, I'm not all that I like, screaming I like, and hollering. I, I like a little. I like a little rock. Yeah, I, I do. I like a little rock. I like you know. You know New Edition's got some good love music. Uh oh. You know, they got some good they love music now. They got some now. good love making music. The, the uh, ACDC, all that screaming and hollering and uh, yelling. Some Sometimes during the love, you, you might want to scream and holler. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I've been married for too long. <laughs> okay. So, because I know you got to go, but I, I really want to ask you, if you had to talk to someone who is interested in broadcasting, is interested in, in, in being on TV or, you know, all of that, what you get to do and you do so well, by the way, what would you tell them? Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them tell you no. It, it, and it's really the, the truth. There are enough opportunities out there. Uh, you know, people say the business is changing uh, and it is, but that doesn't mean that you can't change along with you it. You got to change along with it. Yeah. My uh, my other question, and this is to be my last question, because we are such big dreamers. What's your next big dream? What's something that you want? What's a vision that you have for yourself you know, that we can speak life to you? Yeah, uh, honestly, I want to continue to grow as um, an employee. But I also want to just continue to grow as a human. Okay. You know, I got a long way to go. You know, I'm raising these two children now with my wife, and it is amazing. You know, so I just, I really believe that parents affect, parents affect their kids. Absolutely. So much. So my dream, honestly, is to raise good kids. Good children. Good Raise children. good human beings. Good human that beings. Is, that, is, that is what my dream is. So are you open to instruction or mentoring or coaching around parenting? 
Say that uh, you're asking me if I would do it or yeah. if I would accept coaching. If you would accept. Oh, it. I God, please, absolutely. I mean, if there's a man, if there's a manual out there on how to, <laughs> please, I'll take all the help I can get. Because I think that when it comes to parenting, uh, sometimes we will get stuck in to the examples that mm-hmm. we've had, and we'll parent that way or the opposite of how we were parent. And we don't really look at the fact that even our parents, that time, what they went through is not what we're going through. So you have to be open to a whole new way of doing this thing because we have internet, we mm-hmm. have social media. There's so many things that are different about parenting today. I speak to a therapist every uh, week. Okay. If it's uh, okay to say that. Absolutely. Um, and one of the things that we, like the bulk of our sessions are almost uh, almost exclusively about parenting. Okay. And, and how to continue to be a better person. Um, because I really think, look, I think kids learn by seeing That's as the well. number one way. Like I hope my seven-year-old daughter knows what she wants in a boyfriend and a husband based on how I treat her mother. Absolutely. You know, um, and I hope conversely, my son treats women with the respect that I treat his mother with. Like, so I'm a big proponent in seeing that observed modeling, observed behavior. Yes, yes, yes. That's so great. Uh, Our time is up. When can we do this again? I'm just having too much fun. This is so much fun. You're a great guest. (laughs) You Thank are you. a great, You're a great host. Thank you so much. I haven't been so on much. this side of the mic in uh, <laughs> forever. I know it's kind of nice. <laughs> That's you know you are welcome to come back here anytime. We'll do it anytime. You know I absolutely adore you. So. Thank you so much for what you do in the world. Thank you so much for what you do on TV. Thank you so much for how you support what I do. It well, means the world to me. I think you're making the world a better place. Certainly our area. Thank you. You got it. Thank our view- you. Our viewership up with Dr. Sabrina. Ah! <laughs> so how do people find you? Give them your social media. Um, on Twitter at uh, Ryan E. Fox 2. Disregard the Michigan, Michigan State tweets. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, Facebook, Instagram, Real Ryan Armani on Instagram, and then uh, Facebook, Ryan Armani. You don't have a TikTok? I do have a TikTok. I forgot what my name is on TikTok. That's a shame. Do you TikTok? Do you do the TikTok challenges? I don't. Okay. Let's agree that we're going to do a TikTok, you and I. All right. We're going to do a TikTok. You set it up. We're going to do a TikTok, and we're going to do one of the dancing challenges. You you set it up. I'm in. Okay. (laughs) That's what we're going to do. Thank you so much for being my guest here on Speaking Life. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, I have some information about a couples and singles event that I will be speaking at. Stay tuned for more Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina. Hi, everybody. You are live right here with Dr. Sabrina. Hey, family, it's Dr. Sabrina here, and you are tuned in with me. We are at Oh, see, I ain't know. That's that's a new video. So before I get on you, play this, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is this every week or just for today? Uh, well, we're going to do it next week, too. Yeah. Girl boy okay. Genesis, Connie. All right. You guys. See you later. It was nice meeting you. And so because oh, I thank you. That, I know. Thank you. I absolutely help people alleviate pain. Understand that trauma doesn't have to keep you stuck there. You can forgive what seems like the unforgivable because unforgiveness is a block to your blessings. If you stay in unforgiveness, it's not hurting the other person. It's hurting you.
the decision to do anything that had to do with psychology, clinical therapy, all of that, actually started at the age of nine. I saw a movie called Sybil, and in this movie, Sally Fields played a person with multiple personalities. But the thing that grabbed me was the therapist. And I said at nine that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to work with people and transform them to get them to a space of healing. Hey family, it's Dr. Sabrina here, the people expert with your people expert tip of today. Oh, the people expert. I do call myself the people expert because I help people with people, even if that person is themselves. Because so often we think it's somebody else with the problem and it's really us standing in the need of some help. Well, the first thing that I say to people, and I say this to any client that comes to me, when you look at your life, do you like it? Nine times out of 10, people will say no. And then my second question, are you willing to do something different to change it? Because what you've been doing up to this point got you to this point and you don't like it. So you have to be open to doing something you've never done or to have something you've never had. All of us need somebody to talk to. No matter what seat you sit in, you need somebody to pour into you. I think my purpose and mission is to use my voice to assist other people walk in their voice. Help them understand that you too can do you, whether that's through counseling, whether that's through speaking, whether that's through the books that I write. All of it is around helping people understand things to unlock in them. And my favorite song that speaks to me is a rap song. It's by DJ Cat. It simply says, all I do is win, win win no matter what every time I step up in the building everybody's hands go up mm, mm, and they stay there I like a slow kiss. You do. I do. I like a slow kiss. Yeah. And I don't want you. I don't want your mouth like That's all it. over it's my face. Yes. 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 So you know, kissing should be sensual. Yeah. It should be soft. Mm -hmm. And often. Why is the toilet seat up again, Daryl? And why are we always out of toilet paper? And why do you squeeze the toothpaste in the middle? Well, we're the babies, and marriage is beautiful. Complex, and, and it can be complicated. Talking about couples and stuff, marriage stuff, man, but. The way things going, I might be getting divorced. My wife just told me she don't love me no more. I didn't say that. I just said quit putting dishes in the sink after I wash them. Same thing, y'all. Hey, everybody. I'm Terrence. And I'm Teresa. Your match. Now what? See you November 12th. We will be there. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are still here live in the studios uh, at Podcastic, and we are here at the Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina. I am your host, Dr. Sabrina, and we just had an incredible interview with Ryan Armani from Fox 2 
benign, and he was such a great guest uh, just to find out some things about himself and things about his um, upbringing, where he was raised, and, you know, the influence that has had on who he is and even some of the challenges that he's um, faced. He's talked about his addiction, talked about depression, anxiety, and this whole guilt thing around being successful, like, why is he successful and other people may not be successful? But one of the things about being successful is execution. It's about actually doing something in order to walk out what it is that you say you want to do. So I want to talk a little bit about relationships today. I'm going to end the show about relationships. And so uh, if you saw the little commercial about the event that is coming up on November the 12th, November the 12th, which is a Saturday from 10 to 3 p.m., we will be having a workshop, seminar, training on uh, you're a match, now what? So that's for the couples. And then for people who are single, how do you match? How do you actually get to the point that you are available and to know the ins and outs of your love life and creating that love life? And so I am one of the speakers, and I will be specifically speaking on understanding your essential love style. And so one of the things that's important that we know is how we're wired. Once you know how you're wired, then you can communicate to other people what you need, why you need it, all of that. And being open to understanding that in your love relationships, opposites attract for a reason. And so if you are in a relationship and it seems like you are kind of beefing, you're kind of struggling, uh, you got to learn how to get through that and get past that. And of course, I'm not talking about those volatile type of situations because if somebody you're with is causing you to want to hit them every day or they're hitting you and vice versa, that is not your love match. Your love match should be a place of safety. It should be a place of peace. It should be a place of elevation in your spirit. Like when you hear their voice or you see their number on your phone, it gets you excited. It gets you to the point that you can't wait to see them. You know, I talk about the phases of relationships and the first phase is the passion phase. And during the passion phase, it is important to know that what happens in our brain, it creates a chemical cocktail that actually resembles addiction almost because it's just what you, it makes you happy to be around that person. It makes you excited to hear that person's voice. And so when you have that attraction, which is necessary when you're talking about relationships, you should be attracted to the person that you want to spend some time with. You should not just say, oh yeah, somebody thought we would be a good match and then you're doing it just for somebody else, you should get excited about the person that you are spending time with or that you want to spend time with. So at this workshop, we're going to be spending time talking about what you bring to the table and how to communicate that. And then we're also going to have workshops for couples. And so I love in the commercial how they had uh, the bishop and his wife talking about we're a match, and they looked all put together, and then now what? And they were all torn apart. So her hair was all over her head, and then he had on his CPAP machine. That's real-life stuff. Mm 
Because if you're with somebody and now you're meshing your lives together and yeah, when I'm out, I don't have on my CPAP machine. You don't know that I have an issue with sleeping and snoring and, you know, sleep apnea, things of that nature. But now I have to sleep with someone every night that has to wear this machine. Hmm, how do you do that? And so being able to talk about things that couples have done that have been together and worked it out, the number one way to learn a social or a behavioral skill is by modeling. And that's by watching and seeing what other people do. So we have couples that will be talking about their real life experiences and what they are doing and some of their challenges and we'll be able to ask questions and things of that nature. But then also we have the funny man himself and he has been a guest here on the Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina Show. In fact, he was my very first guest and that's Mr. Mike Laurie. He is uh, from Detroit. He is extremely funny and he is going to be offering us some uh, funny moments just like he did on the video he said that he might be losing his wife and because she said she didn't love him that is not what she said she's just saying stop putting dishes in the sink after i have cleaned the dishes and that is a real thing if you are the person that's doing the dishes you do not want someone coming in behind you and just leaving like one dish in the thing rinse your dish off and put it away that, that's just the smart thing to do. But so many times people will not do it. They do not do it. And so we're going to have a good time. You're going to be able to register. We are on Eventbrite. If you go over to Eventbrite and look up, uh, what's the name of the? We're a match, now what? The name of the event is We're a Match, Now What? That is the name of the event. You can go to Eventbrite and look it up. Uh, we're going to post it on my um, web page and on the social media outlet so that you can register. I want you to come and hang out with me. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have some food for you. But this is an opportunity for you to really learn about yourself and what you bring into the table. And because too often, let me say this as a single person, too often we are so concerned about what somebody else is bringing to the table, like what we're looking for. But I always say this, the very things that you're looking for, can you make sure you are those things first? So if you say you want a man who is honest, can you stop lying? Ooh. I'm just saying, you say you want somebody who's stable with their finances. How are you with your finances? Because the very things that women are looking for in men, let me tell you something. Men want those same things in their woman. They don't always want a woman that they got to have as a fixer-upper. That I got to do everything for you and you not doing nothing for yourself. What are you bringing to the table? So the very things that you say you want in a person, you have to make sure you are those things. I, I heard someone just the other day say that it was a, it's a gospel song, actually. It's a gospel song I heard on Sirius Radio and on the Kurt Franklin show, praise show. But it was a guy singing about the type of woman that he wanted. And he says he's not just about sex. Now, don't get me wrong. Sex is important in the love marriage relationship. However, he says he really wants someone who can cover him in prayer, who can pray with him, who can. That is so good. I, I'm telling you, I, if I'm honest, if I tell this story, it's the real true, true life story. Years ago, years and years and years ago, before I married my first husband, I have two, two husbands, 
they was my husbands. And so my first husband, when I was dating him, I was dating him as well as another gentleman. And at the time, my mother had a health challenge. And I told, I had a date with the first guy. And I told him what was going on. And his response was, he kind of tapped me on the knee and says, oh, oh, baby, I'm sorry to hear that. And he went on. And we had our date. The next night, I had a date with my then um, getting ready to be husband. And he, I told him what was going on with my mother. And he grabbed my hand and immediately started praying. I promise you, that won him. That won me right there. I stopped seeing the other guy immediately. I said, oh, he can't, I can't see him no more because he didn't pray for me. So that prayer thing is a big deal for a lot of people, especially for those of us who are believers. And so I, I am a believer and I want a man, not only who I can pray with, but I know who can get a prayer through. Mm-hmm. Prayer through and not just always want me to start the prayer because I know people that will say, oh yeah, we can pray together. You pray. We can pray together. You say the prayer. You're more eloquent with your words, blah, blah, blah. No, both of us. Because to me, that goes with partnership. And so there are four things that I think are important when it comes to connecting with someone. And I call them the four C's of a relationship. The first C is crave. And crave is all about that attraction. You have to be attracted to the person that you are spending your time with that you're talking about spending your life with. You have to uh, have a sense that, yeah, when I look up at you, I should say, oh, yeah, oh, 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 I I like you. Oh, I can't wait to touch you. That's all natural and normal. And so let me help the people that think that sex is overrated. You you probably just ain't had no really good sex. I'm just saying, because it should be good. (laughs) Yes. Crave. So the second C is connection. You should have a level of connection with that person that you find things funny. You, it's just something about that person that you're connected. You can talk to them. There is an ease in your ability to talk with them, to share what's going on with you. You have an ease at listening to what's going on with them. There is a connection. Now, you can have connection and not have crave. And you can have crave and not have connection, but you absolutely need both. And so often people will get stuck in just the crave part and they're really not connected or they'll get, you know, stuck in the connection part and they're not craving. You're not, you need to have both of those C's. Then the third C is communication. Oh, just, just breathe for a minute. Communication is all about so many things. You have nonverbal communication. You have to really understand how your nonverbal communication is coming across. Uh, If you look all grimacing and mean and frowning, how somebody know you like them if you don't ever smile? And so watch your nonverbal communication. But then also, what are your listening skills like? Listening is a skill, hearing is a bodily function. So if you are listening to your mate and you're listening to what they're talking about, do you stop and tell the person 
what you heard them say or did you just automatically go into rebuttal mode because sometimes someone's sharing things with you just because they need to get it out they don't necessarily need your opinion or your advice or what you think about it and so really you should ask instead of just jumping in and giving your advice or what you're going to say and then making sure that you're just not responding based on your thoughts but really getting into understanding what the person is asking for, what they need in that communication with you. So communication is important and being able to communicate your truth because your truth is necessary. You have to be able to communicate what you need, why you need it, how you need it, how long you need it, for what reasons you need it. You have to operate in truth because too often in the relationship, if you're not sharing your truth, at some point it's going to be a problem. You maybe start to resent the person because they're not doing something that you really need, but you haven't shared with them the need. So don't expect people to know if you haven't told them so. Don't do this hinting around. Hints is not, hinting is not a communication tool that's effective. If you want somebody to know something, tell them. And then the last C is commitment. And commitment is a tricky thing because committing is something that's a decision and a choice that you have to make. And so if you are committing to this person, it has to be a dialogue and an agreement between you and that person. What commitment looked like for your last relationship may be totally different in this relationship. And so you have to be honest on what you need, what trust looks like for you, what it sounds like for you, and be open to having that dialogue. Too often, we're not. We're trying to fit people into a box that we've created in our mind based on examples we've seen, models that we've seen, based on uh, things we saw on TV, things that uh, have hurt us that we really haven't healed from, and so that person is triggering that and you, you're not dealing with it and they don't even know it. So it's important when we talk about relationships that you get your crave on, the connection on, great communication, and commitment and make sure that when you've decided that you're committing to someone that they are in agreement and they're committing to you too. We don't want to commit to someone and try to force them into committing to us. And that's not what they are about. And they've been clear ladies, men, they've been clear that that's not what they want. And if that's not what they want, don't try to force it. There's used to be a song back in the seventies. If it don't fit, don't force it, just relax and let it go. I love music. So it is the end of the show, y'all. It is the end of the show. And I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of Speaking Life with Dr. Sabrina. We will be back with you next week. Same time, same program. We're going to have incredible guests. I cannot wait. So see you again next week with more Speaking Life. 